You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. It's John Shannon. Happy birthday, Ed. Happy birthday, Ed. Oh, I talked over that. Thank you. That was... Play that again, please. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, thank you very much, John. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. Oh, there's more. Oh, he's got them all separate. I see. Happy birthday, Ed. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy birthday, Ed. Enjoy it. Herzlichen Glückwunsch zum Geburtstag, Eddie. Happy birthday, Ed. I love you. There you, there uh, you go. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. That was that was quite and a- uh, and a, a quick. That was from our, our friend Edward there. Thank you. You can see he says happy birthday as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I even went on I even went on on Facebook there, uh, which I you never visit. And I asked is I asked uh, our friends in the friends of the taxi stand hour uh, group to stop by real quick and, and give you a happy birthday. So uh Oh, come on. That's uh that's very nice. Thank you, John. Thank you, everybody. Uh that's 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 very, very look, I in in, in all of my thirty two years on this planet. <laughs> now that's funny. Now that is funny. That that is a Trumpian type lie right there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I don't I don't well, know what to say I, I, other than thank you. you, yeah, John, you tell, welcome, sir. tell the people who we are and why we're here. 
Oh, okay. Well, if we are all here. If we can say goodbye now, everybody, thanks for, for joining us. I just wanted to wish Ed a happy birthday. We're going to go right get ready to watch some football. No, no, not really. We we still do have an obligation here. So you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, where it is a balmy 15 degrees below zero with a with a feels like temperature of 31 below zero by the way uh i'm john shannon and uh there's the birthday boy over there mr ed van ness good morning sir uh good morning kids and kittens and again thank you thank you very much uh all those folks participating that it is it is about uh, 32 degrees here the snow is coming down has been for about ooh, an hour and a half now uh, we expect it to keep going right through till uh, sundown. Uh, it's big, wet, heavy flakes, and uh, I've always enjoyed snow on my birthday. And for all those years I lived in South Florida, it had a very different meaning. But that was then. This is now. Uh, <laughs> he was actually out looking for snow on his birthday when he lived down in Florida. Yeah. You know, you know, with the wind chill that you're that you're experiencing, there's there's an almost 70, 70 degree difference between you and I right now. Oh, I tell you. Now, to believe believe it or not, the wind chill today, the wind isn't blowing as hard as it was yesterday. The wind was blowing like a bitch yesterday. And um, I, I one of these days, I'll have to show you a picture of the hat that I, I specifically, now most of the time, I'm proudly wearing my, uh, my uh, uh, show cap. But uh, on those day, uh, on those days when it gets a little cold, I have one of those hats that cup up, come over your ears, strap down to your chin, and oh yes, and I actually wear, even wear gloves. Believe it or not, I believe. Yes, it. I wore gloves to pump ga- to pump gas. I do it. My goodness, I never, I never used to have to up until about two, three years ago. I never, never wore gloves. In, in, in all seriousness, as much as I like to joke about where you live in, in Frostbite Falls. I, I mean, look, I, I've pumped gas in 35-degree temperatures. Just holding on to the metal part of the, uh, the, the, the pump gets to be a little uncomfortable if it's, if it's cold enough, let alone in sub-zero. 35 degrees? Are you kidding me? I'm out in a T-shirt pumping gas in 35 degrees. <sighs> You're getting away with it today because... Uh, because you did a nice thing for me. Don't don't get used to it though. And uh, I know, right? Well, well. Before we move on, and I was going to save this for later in the show, but Tuesday, which is uh, impeachment day, I believe, is also uh, yeah. It's also this young man's birthday. Damn, time to boogie. Yeah, I think it chose too long, but anyway, we'll we'll get yeah, to no we'll talk no about John kidding. next week or the week after, maybe sometime in April. And yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say March, but April's works too. April's uh, <sighs> that I that was really <laughs> all right. Let's I, have, I have ever seen you taken aback like that. I didn't realize it would have that that effect. Well, I just I, I just didn't expect. I that. almost feel sorry. <laughs> Don't feel sorry. It was great. It was wonderful. It's uh, mm. 
All right, you ready for the stock? What say we get, yeah, what do, you, what do you say we uh, we All get right. to the stock report All here? All right. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch from the Radio TFI Market Center. Uber closed the week at $58.58, up $7.65 from last week. Lyft closed the week at $53.12, up $8.66 from last week. That's your Radio TFI Stock Market Watch for this week. What happened? I don't I, I, I don't know. I mean, they just went cuckoo nuts. Cuckoo nuts. Well, I know that uh, what did uh, Uber in, uh, buy out some liquor delivery service, if I'm not mistaken? That That is the one thing, the one little uh, nugget that I have. Uh, they announced Tuesday, well, maybe that's what it was. It's acquiring alcohol delivery service Drizzly, D-R-I-Z-L-Y, for $1.1 billion in stock and cash. Now, now, just hold the phone here, kids and kittens. You got Uber, a company that will send a car literally to anybody with no ID or, you know. How many children do you believe will be ordering alcohol from from this service? Oh, you, you got to know it. At least people, at least people that are borderline. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I didn't even think about that. To be honest with you, because I, I, anybody I, I, can order an Uber, uh, there's not going to be anything. Because here's here here's the deal: what's the driver going to do when he gets to the door, and you get this? So let's say 17 year old uh-huh. girl that's just just smiling. He just oh my god, she's smitten with me. Mm-hmm. Here here here, I don't care if you're old enough. Here's it, your bottle of Jack Daniels or whatever for, the hell. It's for mom. She's got a busted leg and she's upstairs in the bedroom. So she can't come yeah. to answer the door. You're going to hear about a lot of parents with bad legs. And, and, and I, I, I mean, what's a driver? You're going to pull up. Do you have to get ID from people? I, 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 look, as it is right now, uh, they, they allow. Uh, yes. What's the matter? I, I, I'm just, I can't believe that states permit alcohol delivery like this. Mm-hmm. Of all the things that should not be permitted, especially on an app, you don't know, it's all very impersonal. Look, kids are very, teenagers are very, very inventive when it comes to finding ways to get booze. Now, when I was a kid, the legal drinking age was only 18, plus nobody cared. Right. Nobody cared mm-hmm. back then, uh, back in the 70s and the uh, 70s. Now, no, you're absolutely right. You know, now it's it's cuckoo nuts. It's cuckoo nuts. And, you know, and again, teenagers are very, very inventive. Well, they think they are. They're going to come up with, like I said, the mom with the busted leg. You know, you can fiddle with the details, but it's all going to be the same thing. I have an adult who is who can't come to the door, but it's okay. I'll take the, uh, the six bottles of wine and the two bottles of vodka. I'm 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 very curious about this. I may indeed, at some point in time, uh, find somebody that. Of course, I don't know very many people that are underage, so that this might be this might be a stretch. But I, I would love to find somebody that was say right on the right on the border, eighteen, old enough to actually ride or to legally call for an Uber to uh, ride in. But uh, but you know what's going to happen? What's going to happen, John? is that state and local uh, liquor boards 
the licensing bodies are going to set up stings. They've done this before. They do this with, with convenience stores all the time. They send in oh, some, somebody under 18 to try to buy, you know, a six pack of beer or whatever it is. They will do the same thing. And the poor schmuck driver who is so desperate for work, but mm-hmm. he'll, he'll deliver anything you want, really. Mm-hmm. And again, and the scenario is going to play out. So there you go. Good luck with that, kids and kittens. So, I'd actually, to tell you the truth, I'd be the one that, because I'm assuming that the driver's going to get paid even if he can't complete the delivery. Uh, don't I, I don't know. I, oh. I don't know where the line is actually drawn for that. And to tell you the truth, I don't even know if it's even legal in Minnesota. I think you're still going to have uh, state and local guidelines that they're going to have to follow. <laughs> I like that ever stopped Uber. Well, like it ever stopped Uber. I, you got a point there. But but, uh, but, but I mean, you, you've got to look. Okay, let's say uh, Uber does everything above board, which is highly unlikely. So mm, I, I've got, now you're reaching. <laughs> I, I've got my little order. I go to uh, 67 Liquors, which is a popular liquor store in Fort Lauderdale, by the way. Uh-huh. Not to be confused with Talent Liquors, which is directly across the street from the police station. But I digress. You pick up your six bottles of rosé and your two bottles of vodka. You take them to the house. Uh, 17-year-old Susie Q answers the door. Well, no, 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 sorry. I can't. Now I'm stuck bringing the stuff back. Now the driver. Oh, hell, I'd say, I'd say order completed. Party, party. Bring that, put that stuff in the trunk and... Right. I'm having a party at the end of my day. Until and it's on the Q's, uh, until uh, until somebody on that account, Susie Q calls and says, he showed up and he was drunk and he made a pass at me. Yeah, well, there's always that too. Uh, no, there will be that. And that's how kids will get free booze. <clears throat> Excuse me. They'll, they'll, they'll... Now, now, not only... Not only are you going to have to have a camera in your car, you're going to have you're going to be just like a cop. You're going to have to have a damn uh, body cam, body cam too. And and that's unfortunately, look again. Teenagers are teenagers. They're gonna, you know, and and well, there's so many things that could go wrong. Exactly. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you would like to uh, join in on the conversation, there is one other uh, e- wee bit of uh, news here on the uh, on the Uber front, and um, they are finally one of the investors. One of the first investors uh, is this says the billions with a B that Uber has spent on self uh, driving cars was a waste of money. Uh, um, yeah. Many of many of us said that at the time. Well, a lot of people said that. It's still a waste of time. Right now, we are nowhere close to fully autonomous vehicles, and we're not going to be. It's going to happen, but not in your lifetime, not in my lifetime. I, and I'm only 32 years old. God only knows. You know, mm-hmm. I might be 62 by the time this happens. <laughs> <laughs> That was a Travis Kalanick thing. He was just throwing money at everything. Self-driving cars, self, self-piloting self planes, blah, blah, blah. This, 
pissed away billions and billions of dollars. And uh, again, there's a lot of reasons how we knew this wasn't going to happen anytime soon. But hey, I guess when you're at the top of the uh, VC chain, you just you just piss it away like it ain't nothing. And they're happy to give it to well, us. So, you know, and the sad the the sad truth of this is, had they just stuck with the 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 simple stuff, if they had just stuck with, okay, we're going to be an automated taxi dispatch service. There you go. They would have if they, they'd have been they'd have been making money hand over fist. To tell you the truth, had right had they just stuck to, we will dispatch cars. And we will be a central dispatch, a national dispatch center, which had been tried before, by the way. One eight hundred was it one eight hundred taxi cab, taxi cab, yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it had been tried, but uh, because of all the local regulations that step on everybody's, the fumble all over each other, it was never. Mm-hmm. And you know now we've got the mess that we're in now, and drivers, you know still think they can make a living doing this and again i'm not saying some don't there's always hustlers out there who will find a way to you know they're like water they find their way through the cracks in the system and oh oh sure and if i were ever to be so uh so in, in, inclined to um to decide to go back to uh doing that for uh for a living or for even a supplement I, I would do it a little differently at that point in time. I have found that these days, what Uber is charging for uh, charging the the passenger is no uh, is no less than than taxi fare. In a lot of cases, I, I can't tell you, Ed. And this is the honest to God's truth. Right now, our service, and we're not marketing ourselves as a taxi company anymore. I think that I don't know if I, I think we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, one of our big cheeses at the company got on a Facebook post and uh, come right out and said, we're not marketing as a taxi. Hell, you don't right, see any did. airport taxis anymore. Hardly see any yellow cabs anymore. Most of the cars either say I hail on them or they say uh, transportation plus. Yet we are getting our fair share mm-hmm. of, of regular taxi type business people are picking up the phone or they're using we do still use an app and we're we're getting not a lot of that business but what people are discovering is is that with uber first off in a lot of cases it's been cold we've had some bad weather what does uber do in cases of bad weather raise the price raise the price our prices are the same. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, a lot of people use what the the ten ten taxi service that we offer, which is ten bucks for the first five miles and two bucks a mile thereafter. Right, it's a flat not rate. A bad, not a yeah, it's not a bad little service. Yeah, we also have fixed rate pricing too. So we are holding our own with that. It's still tough. Don't get me wrong. There's still. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's still, you know, it's still not where it should be, but it's starting little by little to kind of dig itself out a little bit. You know, what's what's interesting is that the last time I drove an actual taxi, um, not here in New York, but down in Fort Lauderdale, where I was really familiar with the terrain. Uh, I remember those last few weeks hearing from people 
How come it's so hard to get a cab anymore? I don't see cabs out on the street. You you didn't call us. Well, I used to use Uber. Now I'm back to using you guys. Yeah, but you know we couldn't sustain a six. Damage has been floor. done already. Yeah, the damage is done. We're happy to happy for your business. Don't don't misunderstand. But you know when you left, you left that you left the dog chained up at the house with no food or no water. You know, you're not going to come back to a healthy, happy puppy. You're going to get an old, hungry, angry, injured dog. And, you know, and I didn't put it in those terms, but but I did get that a, a, a quite a number of times. And, you know, it's not that we weren't there. It's just that, you know, we can't be, we can't put 600 cars on the road when there's barely enough business for 100, if that. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely right. And... You know, I don't feel I don't feel sorry for these people. I hate to say this, you know, because you you like you know, you want the customers, you want this and that, but you don't feel sorry for them because cab, the taxi industry, taxi drivers, you know, when they get in the car, well, I, next time I'm going to take Uber. Well, there you go. There you go. I hate to say that we told you so, but yeah, we told you so. This this is expensive. Well, no, it's the same rate it's always been. Of course, my favorite on on an aside here was always this one. How much to get to the airport? Well, from where you are, about twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. It could. It only cost me fifteen at home. Well, where's at home? Uh, Rockaway. Rockaway. Five miles closer to the airport. Yeah, you're, you're talking a different state, a different everything, and you live closer to the airport. It's different rates. It's different everything. Yeah, but still, what can I tell you? That's the rate. And, you know, won't you negotiate? Sure. Sure, if you'll go and negotiate with your boss. How would you like it if your boss yeah, showed, every, showed up? Every in, once uh, in a while, I'll get that person that says, damn, the taxi fares are expensive. Well, you know, it's one of those things. I The old, uh, I can't walk, I can't go into, I can't go into Speedway and say, uh, uh, hey, you know what? Look, I've only got this much money. Let me. Uh, can I only pay a uh, dollar ninety-five a gallon for the gas as opposed to two twenty-nine? Uh, it's it is what it is. You know, I can't tell the insurance company. Hey, you know what? You guys are too expensive. Uh, uh, I think I'm going to go without insurance this uh, this particular. Uh, oh, you can tell them that, but it isn't it isn't going to work. It's not. Anyway, let's let's move on. What else you got? Well, that's it as far as industry news. All right. So, uh, shall shall we uh, shall we uh, clean the palate here a little bit? Uh, how, oh, you want to do a break? Uh, no, you know, I don't think it's necessary to okay. tell to the truth be told. All Let right. me. Uh, where do we want to start? Well, let's see here. Uh, well, I I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but let's let's start. Uh, we do have a couple notable deaths. Uh, that we should probably uh, cover you. I forgot his name. The uh, uh, from England. Oh, Captain Sir Thomas More. I, I, you know what? I saw I, our our buddy Tom Shaw uh, did an R.I.P. on him. It was last week. I couldn't tell you who he was. I had no no idea no, who he, just, he was. He just died this past week. Well, I'm talking during the during the course of this right between. Yep. Captain Thomas Moore, 
Sir Thomas More, if you've forgotten, by the way, there's a we, we have a nice little video story regarding him at RadioTFI.com. Uh, Captain Tom Moore was the uh, gentleman who, for his 100th birthday, and he lived in Great Britain, decided he was going to do 100 laps around his garden, his front yard, if you will, or his backyard. And mm-hmm. he was trying to raise about 1,000 pounds, about $1,200 uh, for doing it. Well, it went virtual. Uh, I'm sure you all saw a video of him with his little walker, you know, parading back and forth. Uh, excuse me. And uh, he won a brazen for the National Health Service over there in, in England. I forget. It was like $40 million. Uh, Jeez. Oh, yeah. He got knighted by the Queen, which is why he was Thomas, Sir Thomas More, Captain Sir Thomas More. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they sent, uh, British soldiers out to his home to stand at attention, uh, or parade rest as he made his laps back and forth. He was, he became quite the little viral hero and he turned 100 and, uh, uh sadly he passed away this week at the age of 100 from COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he had a full life. He was, uh, he, he served in World War II, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, rest in power there, Captain Sir Thomas More. Yeah, yes, yes. That's, wow. I, it's funny, that 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 story definitely is as far as his, uh, what brought him to fame. Uh, boy, that pat really passed under my radar. I guess I was too busy paying attention to God only knows what. Here, here's, here's, here's an idea, John. Watch the video at RadioTFI.com. I could do that. You could do that. I, I suppose. I could, yeah. <laughs> eh, I'll, 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 I'll put that under consideration. A couple other passings here earlier in the week. Uh, we lost uh, Christopher Plummer. Idolvice. Idol. We didn't have the music, so I... You know what's sad? The only, the only role that he played that sticks out in my mind was some campy little movie from God knows 30 years, some years ago uh, when he played a a priest, a crooked priest in the movie, in the comedy movie dragnet. Was he in uh, Dan Dan Aykroyd and and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, um, And he played this crooked uh, minister who was, uh, it was it was, it was it was a funny movie. It was all, you know, it, it really was. It 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 wasn't at all serious like the original no. uh, Dragnet series. But uh, it was kind of cool that Harry Morgan uh, revived his role in that uh, in that movie. But uh, uh, no, at the, at the very end there, where uh, Christopher Plummer's being led away in cuffs, that that was the. Uh, you know, that was what stuck out in my mind. He also played a Klingon leader in Star Trek. He did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. I, I do now. I now I remember that. He had a variety of, you know, look, he was a good actor. and you Very know. versatile. Very versatile. Yeah. Okay. Who else kicked the bucket this week? Well, uh, it always he, definitely made, he definitely made his bucket list, if you will, by beating uh, Muhammad Ali. Back uh, a gazillion years ago, but uh, former Olympic champion and uh, 
Former heavyweight champion Leon Spinks. Former goofball. Oh my goodness. Poor Leon. I I, I he he to me he was Mike Tyson before Mike Tyson was. Uh Leon Spinks was not a boxer. He wasn't even a fighter. He was just an animal. He just went mm-hmm. in swinging and uh Yeah, he beat Ali and then Ali came back and said, Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I wonder if Ali just didn't take him a little bit too lightly. I mean, uh, that, a lot of, a lot of Leon people, who? A lot of people said that at the time. That he didn't take it yeah. as seriously as he should have. But anybody else dropped dead that you'd like to talk about, John? No, no, no. no. Trump's still alive. Your buddy Mike Lindell's still alive. Oh, we're going to talk about Mike Lindell, but before... Let's get to, let's get to your, 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 the, the woman you're smitten with that you can't seem to get enough of. Okay. She's she's got her own department in my, uh, in my pocket app here. Yeah. 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 Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene pulled the, first off, let's talk briefly about the GOP. They, they had this big secret vote on Liz Cheney. Why? Because Liz Cheney decided to vote with her conscience. If you don't mm-hmm. follow the team, then uh, now she's getting death threats. The Wyoming GOP censured her for not playing along with the rest of the gang. Which, I, I look, what's the point of having individual people there if they're expected to all vote as one giant block? Mm. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she eventually leaves the Republican Party. Uh, and just says enough is enough for that, and uh, so yeah. So, so I hope what, she doesn't actually. I, well, I really do hope that she doesn't leave because you know let's 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 face it. You know, I uh, to my own admission, I've I've voted Republican yeah. before, and unlike you, I haven't. Uh, Ed has said several. Uh, uh, Jeez, it seems like an eternity ago. It's not going to happen again. Uh, oh, here, um, let me let me share this with you. There from Rolando. I see it. Uh, <laughs> thank you. There. Uh, well, I shouldn't be saying thank you. Uh, well, if you'd shut up for but, a second, thank you, Rolando. <laughs> but so um, it, I haven't completely sworn off. I have. Uh, I, I can't voting for a Republican. I, I just can't do it anymore. Because again, here, let's get to it. Your girl, MJT. Actually, she doesn't deserve initials. Uh Taylor Green. She did the Lucy Van Belt. She pulled the football back. She stood there in the House of Representatives. Very contrite. Oh, I was misunderstood. They 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 led me down a bad path. Wah wah wah. The next day. Well, first off, she tweets this. I woke up early this morning literally laughing, thinking about what a bunch of morons the Democrats, plus 11, are for giving someone like me free time. In this democratic, tyrannical government, conservative Republicans have no say on committees anyway. Oh, this is going to be fun. Thank you, Ethan. I, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, and let's let's play this from her, too. And again, 
if you're not familiar with, with, with the Lucy Van Pelt reference, this is the Peanuts comic strip. And every time Lucy holds the football, Charlie Brown comes running to kick it, and without fail, she always pulls the football away. And this is what she did this time. Uh, by the way, I got two clips we're going to play here back to back. The first is Taylor Green at her little uh, conference uh, just after she posted that tweet that I just read. Going forward, I've been freed. I do. I feel freed because you know what's happening on these committees? You see, we have a basically a tyrannically controlled government right now. So if I was on a committee, I'd be wasting my time because my conservative values wouldn't be heard and neither would my districts. So now I have a lot of free time on my hands, which means I can talk to a whole lot more people all over this country and I can talk to more people and make connections and build a huge amount of support that I've already got started with people that want to put America first and don't care about the party lines. Right now, Kevin McCarthy has got a big sucker stamp on his forehead. Oh, and by the way, and of course, none of this would be complete without without uh, Florida's uh, uh, poster boy, Matt Gates. I want to bring you back in here. First of all, just your top line reaction to that. Bravo, Marjorie Taylor Greene. That was so good, I almost had to smoke a cigarette afterwards. She was policy focused. She was graceful. I think she pointed out the hypocrisy in the media. Most there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, Florida. Policy sure. focus? What, what was I? Did I miss something? What policy? John. She was, John, uh, you, you, you're confusing, uh, you know, what they say with the facts. What they say are facts. It doesn't matter if they're true or not. Come on. Yeah. Is this your first? Well, later in that same audio that you played there of... Uh, of, uh, green she did also say that this was the this was the party of trump yeah. this is donald trump's republican party now the point that i was getting to earlier about voting for republicans i'm going to tell you something unlike ed i i do not support or unsupport a candidate simply because they got an r or a d um, I generally go with issues. I go with the things that are important to me. And right now, anything that the Republicans have, aren't. there's nothing there that's interesting, nothing there whatsoever. That can't say that, that that's changed. Um, if, if the Republicans come up with a, com with a common sense uh, uh, solution for health care, which maybe the Democrats uh, lost, Something could change. I'm not talking about what's. I'm not talking about what's happening at this very moment. I'm talking if I'm still in this on this earth in 20 years. Uh, things can change. You know, hell, there was once a time when um, Republicans were, uh, you know, was a Republican that freed the slaves. You know, so things do have a tendency to switch. My point is, as long as the Republican Party. If the Republican Party wants to consider itself the party of Trump, then I don't give a I don't give a rat's ass who is who is uh, running for the Democrats or maybe some th uh, third party. Uh, Look, they're right now. Right, <laughs> right now they're following all this blindly. 
they come in after after the siege on the capital. And you still had a hundred plus of them challenging. You know, uh, here's a where, where is it? Uh, it's a tweet from at NH Jennifer. She said, "Officer Sicknick, and that's the Capitol Police officer." Alternative facts, yeah, still one of my favorites. You know, and that alternative facts that first came up at the Battle of Bowling Green. We'll always remember. Uh, Officer Sicknick <laughs> would be alive today if Donald Trump would have just conceded the election. Think about how many people got hurt, yeah. injured, and whatnot that day. How many people died? How many people? You have Capitol Police that are going to be blinded for life. They, they may not walk again. They've lost fingers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All because this blowhard would not concede the election. Uh, so right now, and, and Kevin McCarthy during the week, uh, Quanon, I've I've never heard of it. Come on, man, you're a lion sack of sack of beans. I can't believe anything any of them say anymore. Now again, maybe right. John, like you, maybe in twenty years when I'm fifty-two, maybe. <laughs> well, I'm saying is as long as as long as if Republicans, if you want to, if you want to take your party down this road, the 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 road of some huckster, some glorified used car salesman, snake oil not, salesman, not, I, I, yeah, snake oil. There, that's even better. Thank you. Uh, you, if you if you really want to go down that road. Then, hey, I'll I'll power I'll power to you. I I can't, uh, but you'll never. There won't be a single there won't be a single Republican candidate that I'll take a second look at. As long as you want to keep following the and calling yourself the party of Trump. And by the way, that particular uh, Facebook user I'm putting up on the screen there is. Uh, None other than your sister Patty. Well, well, you a happy you know? birthday there. Thank you very much, Patty. You uh, you're the first of the family to get a hold of me today, so uh, feel free to call me later after the show. <laughs> or you can call during the show. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is that number. Uh, by the way, my, my my new favorite Twitter handle is anyone want chips at anyone want chips. Said this: The founding fathers envisioned the con man like Trump. They didn't envision a complicit political party that would enable and shield him. <laughs> very, very well put. I've got uh, one more here. I wanna, I wanna read just because. No, Rick Wilson, that Rick Wilson, the Rick Wilson, uh, said this: The world is divided into two groups of people: those who hate Ted Cruz. And Ted Cruz. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because with the whole, with all this focus here in the last, my focus, uh, yeah, I, I could kick myself in the head for that too. But we've also forgotten other people that have been, were just as big a part of this insurrection. Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about I put up a poll, which the the results kind of surprised me, but it was like a, a two to one or three to one margin here, uh, as far as who was more, 
dangerous to this country. And I put out either uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene or uh, Lauren uh, Boebert. And I was surprised that people have forgotten the fact that uh, it was uh, Lauren Boebert who sat there and live tweeted uh, the location of several people, including uh, Nancy Pelosi. Right. I have a little a little uh, piece, so to speak, on Lauren Boebert. Uh, apparently, she paid off nearly $20,000 in state tax liens in October of 2020 that had accumulated on her restaurant since 2016. A few weeks later, she had to close in an FEC filing that she reimbursed herself 21000 for <clears throat> mileage. So, mm. so apparently, or uh, allegedly... She just took money from her campaign to uh, take care of her business. Uh, if you'd like the list, let, let I, I've got a little something to play here, John, which I think is going to cover exactly where you're going. It's uh, Keith Olbermann, and uh, as John says, all, usually does. all Keith all the time as far as he's concerned. So here's Keith Olbermann from last night. This is Olbermann versus the it's time to move on crowd. Every day it becomes clearer still, with the backing of the Republican Party, with the funding of Republican Party donors, with the treasonous sabotage by Trump's last Secretary of Defense, Christopher Miller, January 6th was the worst attack on democracy in the history of our country, worse even than the Civil War. Its perpetrators and enablers and apologists, inside government and outside, are traitors. They must be investigated by a 9-11-style commission. They must be tried. They must be imprisoned. Trump must be among them. No, it is not time to move on. You're wrong. And no, it's not the new 1776. You're wrong. And no, it's not cancel culture. You're wrong. And no, it's not just loony lies. You're wrong. And no, it's not the same as Black Lives Matter. You are wrong. And it's not Antifa. It's not adopted from Psalm 29. It's not censorship. It's not child actors. It's not China. It's not code for pedophilia. It's not the deep state. It's not a false flag. It's not fake news. It's not full of tracking devices. It's not General Flynn to the rescue. It's not Hugo Chavez's fault. It's not infiltrators. It's not the Insurrection Act. It's not Jewish space lasers. It's not just the flu. It's not law and order. It's not the Lincoln Project's fault. It's not martial law. It's not mass arrests. It's not a military takeover. It's not my pillow. It's not normies being naive. It's not ordained by God. It's not patriotism. It's not pro-cop. It's not pro-life. It's not psy-ops. It's not the red pill. It's not the second amendment. It's not the first amendment. It's not Q. It's not the silent majority. It's not socialism. It's not sovereign citizenship. It's not a stolen election. It's not the storm. It's not Trump derangement syndrome. It's not Trump's plan. It's not Trump wearing Biden's face. It's not video of Hillary killing someone. It's not vindication about Russia. It's not voter fraud. It's not you being smarter than everybody else. It's not you making history. It's not just you exercising your right to dissent. You are wrong but tell us how you really feel keith good lord that was a rant if i ever that's that that sir i believe was the was the true definition of a rant exactly man oh man oh man where 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 can you where can you go from that uh let's uh do you have anything else specific to uh well uh I, I, well, he, there was a lot of stuff he mentioned in there that, 
you know. Yeah, where do you want to go from that list? list? Jesus. Right. Well, of course, my favorite is is the uh, you know uh, Biden and Trump have switched faces routine, and Trump is now actually president again, and Biden is what? Why Joe Biden would would agree to this is beyond me. But uh, oh, the, then there's Trump denying, uh, 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 not agreeing to come and testify at the impeachment trial. Well, now I. I would, uh, uh, yes, that's right, a deranged rant. Uh, uh, I would pay my stimulus money as a pay-per-view fee to see Donald Trump come in there and get cross-examined. There is the entire world. Lindsey Graham, and we have it on the website. I I didn't pull the audio on it. But basically said, talking to some, one of the knuckleheads on Fox News, uh, well, go ahead, Democrats. You want to bring witnesses? Well, we'll, we'll bring witnesses, too. We'll get the FBI in there, and, and, and we'll you know, we'll get witnesses. We'll get evidence. We'll, okay. All right. Yeah, please do. Please do. Please do. <laughs> the sad part about this is this is all going to happen. And this was one of the problems that I had with them going forward with the impeachment part of this i would to tell you the truth my feeling is is to hell with the impeachment let's get the fbi to start doing a little bit heavier investigating on the fact that trump tried to strong arm the uh election uh bureau, the secretary of state and the election bureau down there in the state of georgia trying to strong arm them to get them to reverse the oh come on you gotta find me eleven thousand votes come on there gotta be eleven thousand votes i can I can get John. They, they probably are. Looking. I want to see him let off in cuffs. To hell with impeachment. I want to see that man in an orange jumpsuit. You're not going to see it, okay? You're not going to see it. For starters, you can't have it both ways if you're the Republican Party. You can't say on one hand, you didn't impeach him while he was president, uh, or you can't have the trial. He was impeached while he was president. Okay, granted, mm-hmm. it was the last couple of weeks, but you know you can't have it both ways, which is what you have to follow through with it. I, I, I and that, that this has to be followed through with. Now, what it also does, it's it serves this greater purpose. Okay, just like the vote from the Senate the other day or the House the other day, where everybody had to be on record that they were against the stimulus package, uh, even though the Democrats were able to get it through. Anyway. Now you're going to have to put put up or shut up. They're going to have all 50 Republican senators are going to have to say, well, despite the fact that everybody in this country watched this whole thing play out on TV, we don't believe that that's he had any part in it. Uh, by the way, the uh, the oh, it it starts off very well. Uh, I think it's the uh, uh, the voting machine. Uh, what systematics? Not. What what's their name? I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, Dominion. I, I know where you're going. You got uh, Dominion, and then you have the other ones that are right. You mean the ones that are suing uh, everybody? Uh, Fox News everybody. and. Uh, but they start out with, the world is round. <laughs> two plus two equals four. <laughs> you know these are indisputable facts, and uh, Lou Dobbs canceled. I was just gonna just gonna go there. Who Dobbs? You know, he was a big fish in a small. Oh, no, 
Oh, it's the cancel culture. It's the cancel culture. Yeah. Of course, Fox is, is now is. Fox is now saying they were thinking about doing that anyway, which I find yeah. that hard to believe. Because I promise you, had Trump won that election, Lou Dobbs would have gotten a raise. Excuse me. Hold on just one second. That's okay. Bless you. On this, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I mean, who's being sued by... Uh, uh, no, the president has already been impeached, Ethan. He's already been impeached. Uh, impeachment does not mean being locked up and taken to jail. Okay, it, it's a political process. Well, it's laid out in our constitution. He has already been impeached. Now, this is the trial uh, to to determine whether he's been guilty or not. And remember, there's only been four presidential impeachment impeachments in U.S. history. Trump has half of them. Yeah, uh, and that's something. But yeah, he's got that going for him. So, so you've got Rudy being sued, uh, Judge Janine being sued, Lou Dobbs being sued. The if you watched the thing with Mike Lindell uh, on Newsmax last week, and again we have it up on the website where the anchor finally got up and walked away because they're petrified. They are petrified about being sued. Uh, Newsmax and OAN have been reading canned statements for weeks now. We can't prove it. We haven't this. We, you know, they don't want to be sued. They will be sued out of existence. Fox News doesn't care so much. They'll take it. They'll just take it from the sexual harassment money jar. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> you know, that they pay out. Um, you know, and I, I gotta, t I gotta tell you here with with this, with everybody, you know, you got now the big thing right now is is okay, or where voices are, our voices are being squelched. Let me, oh, let me tell oh. you something. Let me tell you this, by the way, for all of you that think that Twitter and social media in general are just picking on you conservatives and you people who happen to support Trump. Let me give you a little surprise I received here. Uh, Twitter isn't playing around. I actually got, I had a very, I got arrested. I didn't get put in Twitter jail, but let's say I got arrested. I supposedly made a post back over a year, about 13 months ago, that I quite frankly don't remember making that mentioned something about the fact that I'd like to kill him. Now, I, I, I forgot all about it. I don't know who the hell I was even talking to or what the subject matter was. But I got a, I, I got a notice on Twitter. You know, they, they suspended the account. Now, all I had to do was go in and agree to delete the tweet, and I was, I was free again. But Twitter is not playing around with this type of stuff here. They are not, they're, it is, they are starting to reach out and say, hey, wait a minute now, we are partially to blame for some of this crap that's been spread and why people still believe that there are, Jew, that there are Jews in space shooting laser beams uh, out there. By the way, I couldn't help but think about the whole thing from History of the World Part 1. The coming attraction. The whole Jews in space. Yeah, well, <laughs> Shooting laser beams. I mentioned that to you last week when, when you first said Jews in space. 
We talked mm-hmm. about that. You really should pay attention during these shows. You think I should? Mm. It wouldn't hurt. Do you do you pay attention through the entire no. show? No. I didn't I, I didn't think so. No. But I, uh, I usually sound asleep. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I I I yeah, I know. I know there, but uh, yeah, they're not playing around here now. And you got to be careful what you say. But you know what? I got an idea. If you really got an opinion that bad and you want to uh, spout it off to the masses, I was talking uh, briefly out over Facebook with our friend Justin. You remember him, right? Oh, sure. Justin LaPlante. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was talking that he said that he had been. He put up something because he got into a pissing match with somebody on Facebook. Uh, and Facebook uh, suspended him for 30 days. 30 days? Now, wow. 30 days, yeah. And I said, hey, we got all kinds of airtime here, here at RadioTFI.com where if you, if you got an opinion, I don't. you don't have to agree with us. No. You can be the looniest uh, loony tunes on the right that you... You know, maybe maybe you have secret fantasies about uh, about um, Lauren Bobbitt or about uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene that you want to espouse to the world. John, it's hey. you that it's you that has the fantasies about Taylor Greene, and we know that. Yeah, uh, well, <sighs> you know, <laughs> I kept I kept thinking thinking about how many perverts are out there every time it said on CNN that Marjorie Taylor Greene was stripped. Marjorie Taylor, she could have used any other word, <laughs> but they kept using she was stripped of the, her. Uh, I, highly of her re- I highly recommend you folks go go to the website, RadioTFI.com. We've we put up a bunch of videos, not the least of which is uh, a portion of my girl AOC reliving uh, from her Instagram live broadcast earlier in the week, her recounting her time. Uh, as as the knuckleheads were were breaching the Capitol, and then uh, Rashid Talib uh, recounting, I, I the, the poor girl broke down. Poor woman broke down uh, on the floor of of the house, and uh, it's very it's very moving. There there's a bunch of uh, there's a number. And we're of, just supposed to forget about this. We're just well, supposed to forget. Just move on. Oh, move on. Move on. Move on, yeah, uh-huh. Just move on. They, you want to talk about how quick they want to move on? Uh, where did you? Where did I see this? Uh, this woman who uh, was one of the insurrectionists, and actually, she mm. uh, she originally filed. She wanted. Oh, I had a prearranged trip going to Mexico. I want to be able to go to Mexico. A bonding trip. A bonding trip. Was it bonding or bondage? I can't say for sure. Okay. And well, in the meantime, they also discovered, they also, hey, they, they did a little bit of background. She brought some attention to herself. Now they found, and now they're charging her. And one of the charges is a felony charge. But yet the judge is going to let her go on to Mexico. Yeah. You think there might be an odd, you think there might be more than a 50% chance she's not coming back? Mm-hmm. I don't know, John. I, I think you've got... If it, if, if, if it wasn't for the fact that she had a business, she does have a business here. I think she's a... Uh, uh, I think she runs a floral shop or some goofy thing like that. But 
Shit. If it wasn't for that, hell. <laughs> she, she may just say adios. See ya. Yeah, exactly. So, but, uh, what do we got here? We got 950, uh, well, 955 my time. What what else do we have time here before the, uh, I have before a little, the top there? I have a little thing somebody put up on social media. I don't know who to credit it to, but I like it. It's a quote. Okay. Republicans are tough on terrorists until the terrorists are Republicans. It's very true. Look, all, and, and, you know, look, I'm, on one hand, I'm proud. On the other hand, I'm 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 mortified that, uh, well, I'm happy that all the knuckleheads at the Capitol are being rounded up, and boy, oh boy, are they being rounded up in numbers. But uh, again, disappointed that uh, my fellow countrymen are too stupid to realize there's going to be cameras all over the place and to take their own selfies and and post videos and whatnot all over social media. What was here, let wrong? Let me give you this here oh. real quick. I mean, good. I'm glad they did because they're being caught. Oh, and by the way, Mr. Shaman with the with the horns, he they moved him to another jail so he could get his organic food. He got his organic food. I I know that you were really upset about that, and I I feel bad. And he, poor baby, (laughs) poor baby. One of the people who stormed the Capitol building during January's failed insurrection wore a jacket advertising his phone number uh, on the back. His business, to... yeah. He wasn't the only one. He was, but yeah, it was, it was big on the back. Yeah, so not not exactly our best and our brightest. And it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Who led who on tours of the Capitol? Believe me, we got a long way to go on this, kids and kittens. There's oh, the, you betcha. There's a long way to go. I want to see the original painting or the original picture without the uh, number phone number blocked off. On the back of the jacket, there's the name of the company, Faulkner Painting, it's and already, the telephone number. It's already out which there. Which is out. It's oh, out. is it? I, oh, oh, sure. Sure. I'm sure they've probably disconnected the number by now. Uh, yeah, that now that's true. We're going to be late to that party. I would yeah. so love to. Yeah, unless, unless you're on the first, first couple of cars on that train, you... Uh, you know yeah exactly wasn't an original thought but what the hell <laughs> yeah but, but they, you know okay and then you're harassing but then again i don't know i don't know that he didn't own the company so the the harassment might have been justified but uh yeah you know he exactly. look look there's a lot of it's one thing to have your belief system but it's quite something else to to believe that beating cops over the head with a with an american flag you know, look, all these proud Americans, uh, they're, they're, they're waving the Confederate flag. The, you're not a proud American if you're waving the Confederate flag or waving the Nazi flag. We, uh, we fought that, those, and we won both times. So you're yes, not a proud exactly. American. You're one or the other. You're, you're a Confederate or you're a, a, a Nazi or you're an American. You can't. You well, you know, some people still fly Chicago Cubs pennants all those years when they were lucky to when they were the doormat of the uh, That's National League. That so. is completely, totally unrelated. Well, some people like losers. So, so I guess that's just the way. Yeah, but we roll. didn't we didn't fight a war over the Cubs. Well, <laughs> oh man! Hey, I think I, I think it's getting to be. 
halftime here. We're getting there. We're getting there. So uh, we got much more stuff here coming up in our network. the taxi stand out right here on radio. So uh, we'll uh, in a bit. Stay tuned. T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Hello there, Id. I hope you're well. I hear it's your birthday, Id. Your friends have told me. They've contacted me, the happy birthday singer, and they wanted me to sing a happy birthday song from them, especially for you. So here's the special song we're going to sing for you today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Ed. Happy birthday to you. For Ed's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly good fellow. Ed's a jolly good fellow. And so say all of us. So say all of us. So say all of us. You're a jolly good fellow. Ed's a jolly good fellow. He's a jolly good fellow. And so say all of us. Hip hip hooray. Hip hip hooray. Hip, hip, hooray, because it's Ed's birthday. So there you go, Ed. A very special birthday song from your friends, sung by me, just for you. So have a great day, have a lot of fun, and next year, Ed, on your birthday, your friends just might send me back again to sing happy birthday to you. Goodbye, Ed. Have fun, birthday boy. Ed, you're looking good. And young. <laughs> I have a certain air of creepiness about it. <laughs> Why do you think I saved that for hour number two? Man, I, 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 I just feel like this is somebody kept poking his head back in the room, like, we'll see you in the morning, little boy. Maybe. <laughs> and meanwhile, through that whole thing... Uh, of the the boss of the whole outfit here was knocking on the door trying to get in, but he he left. So unfortunately, uh, he was going to come in and wish you a happy birthday too. But I think he uh, he got tired of waiting. I think so. So yes, indeed, you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. We thank you for joining us here once again from the. Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, where I think it might have, hey, we might have warmed up to 14 below here now. Woo-hoo! Still the 
with a with a thirty degree wind chill. Uh, I just, yeah, I I I I am not venturing out the door today. I I got up. I got up. I started the car just to make sure. That's that's self. That's survival here in Minnesota. If you have a car that has a, a few miles on it like I do. I'm close to 200,000 miles on my car. It is a very good idea to uh, to start your car. And my car is even in a garage, but the car, but it's not a heated garage. So I, hey, I still got up, got my little automatic starter and uh, started, started the beast up this morning and made, made sure everything was, and I'll do it again tonight before, uh, before I go to bed. Now, do you plug it in? Do you have that plug in thing where, where you, you can heat the heat, heat up the engine or warm up the engine? Uh, there are probably still cars that have those. I think that it's, it's not really necessary for a car. Most cars are either four cylinder or some are six cylinder, Back when you used to have those big hogs, you know, eight-cylinder car, yeah, you definitely wanted to have that uh, engine block heater. But I don't, you don't see those that much anymore. Hey, you know, I think we got a phone call there, sir. Uh, we do. If I can get my – well, we had a phone uh, My mouse is acting up. Jeez. I hear the phone ringing. I can't get my mouse to uh... – let me see if I see if I can pull it in. Jesus! Suddenly, my mouse. Well, sorry, caller. Suddenly, Let's see who it was. I wonder who that was. I don't know. It's not sure. Yeah, mine. Uh, I was trying. I'm trying to pick it out here too. And all I got of a sudden, hold, my hold on a second. I had a little technical flurry there. Six three one area code. Hello? Yes, caller. Happy birthday, brother. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's my sister, Patty. It's my sister, Patty. Well, hi, Patty. Hi, John. How are you? I am. I I couldn't be happier if I was twins. Uh. (laughs) I had a call on his 21st birthday. Yeah, well, thank you. We, uh, it's, it's, uh, I've been going with 32, but I'll take 21. That's, uh, how's it feel to have a younger brother? Feels wonderful. And now we go in. I had a younger brother. And now we had a younger brother before. And now we go into our annual routine of your sister not knowing which one of us is older or younger or how it, how it is we're both the same age for the next, uh, five or six weeks. She knows it, and you know she knows it. <laughs> yeah, but it's much more fun teasing her about it. There was a time she wasn't sure. There was a time she wasn't sure. So, uh, oh, well, come on. Well, well, I don't want to get into it now during the show. Well, now I got to ask you guys something real quick here, if I could. Now you're a fairly big family. What uh, two sisters? How many brothers? Three. I have three brothers. Well, she has... fact, you have three, so. So, in other it, words, John, six kids total, right? John, there's, there's, yes, yeah, six of us were the boys are bookended by the girls. My sisters are old, okay. the oldest and the youngest. So I got to ask you something. Did your parents, when, when one of you was doing something wrong, did did your parents have to go through the laundry list of Ed, Patty, until they got oh, the right name? Oh yeah, oh yeah. 
it, and it was fun sometimes they'd, they'd have to you know hit the brakes and go through a second time uh i think they all did it uh patty i, I know i can my remember gran- my grandmother did it more i was gonna nanny say did it more i was gonna say nana did it all the time she couldn't remember who the hell we were uh she, she had the right group of names but she just couldn't and I think I don't know if you ever I don't know if you ever got this. I, at least one time she threw Bobby and Richie in there too. And those were our cousins. Oh yeah. 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 My my mother's sister's uh sons. And uh so yeah, yeah, Nan was uh Nan was a hoot and a holler. I could do a whole show on my grandmother. <laughs> Even though I'm a female, she would call me my brother's names because you know what your name is. Get over here. You know what your name is. Well Patty, she'd call me Karen she'd run through Karen in your name. You know, circling yeah. back to get to mine for goodness sake. So uh, yeah. yes, yes, very common occurrence, John. We uh, we got that all the time. And you just stood there and waited. They have it. it. You know what? It, it it was like a roulette wheel. Eventually, it's going to stop on the right place. Tick 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 tick. You just got to be patient. Uh, I was an only child, so I never had that problem. But well, my grandma, you're right. My grandma did uh, did the same thing, and I had a ton of cousins. So yeah. <laughs> now, Patty, uh, was uh, 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 didn't uh, Anthony just have a birthday? My son just turned thirty. Jesus Christ! Wow. My wow. baby turned thirty. <laughs> His was That's what? my oldest, but he's still my baby. What is he? Is he the February second? February fourth. Fourth. That's right. I knew so somebody. Thomas, Thomas. Thomas turned thirty, December twenty eighth. Danny turned 30 January 7th, and Anthony turned 30 on February 4th. Yeah. So how old is Michael? Michael is 33. Wow. Kevin is 36 or 37. Uh, wow. We, uh, I'm, I'm getting old. They're catching up. Yes, yes, They're they are. They're catching up. Well, well, young lady, I... Uh, I will be home all day watching football, and uh, after the show, I'll be going out to shovel. So, well, I will be going to get my nails done, so I shall call you sometime later on this afternoon. So, enjoy the rest of your day, John. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Have a great yes, day. Yes, man. Nice. Thanks for calling. All right, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye. That was well, that weird. was sweet. Yeah, that was that was weird. My mouse just wouldn't move. And uh, I was trying to answer the phone. It's I, I couldn't see who it was because I couldn't see that part of the screen. I had to. It, it yeah. Was, it was a thing. It was definitely a thing. I, I don't know. I, I love using Google Voice for this, but this is something we might have to investigate. And it had nothing to do with Google Voice. It was my computer. It was the mouse. Didn't Did you restart your computer before we started? Yes, this thing? John. And I put fresh batteries in my mouse the other day. So, yes, it's just one of those things. It just froze up for a second. Uh, by the way, this apropos of nothing, this I found on, on social media the other day. Uh, this is from Ash at Punished Ash. Uh, humans are really like, quote, God loves me the most. I'm his chosen creation, close quote. While tortoises can easily live up to 150 years old and have built-in armor. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just thought that was amusing. And... Uh, you know, and let's not forget kids and kittens. Two days hence, it's uh, it's the young man's birthday here. <laughs> he uh, he turns what yeah. seventy what seventy four, seventy five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Keep trying. Keep trying. 
I haven't, I haven't even, I haven't even, hell, 60 is still on the horizon there for me. Right? It's for, still. And for me, it's in my rearview mirror. I know, right? <laughs> I can't hardly see from the snow and the dust. Why do I associate with you old people? I just don't quite, get, <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm surprised I haven't gotten to well, jail for, for messing with uh, kids like you. I know, right? You cradle robber. Yeah, you are. <laughs> What do you say? We ready to knock this out? What? Yeah, let's let's do it here. Okay, the entertainment they're providing for for me today. But we'd add a little something different there today to, to get the uh, get things started. Well, well, well. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens. It's John and Ed versus the spread. Final edition. Here we are. We oh, I haven't put up the uh, the big score yet. Let's let's do that. Let me. Uh, oh my goodness. Technically, technically not proficient here today. Well, there we go. Going into today's game, John has a slightly has a two point lead. He leads uh, by uh, it's forty seven to forty five. Now we're gonna get into uh, our picks and all that. But uh, John, I think it's pretty pretty obvious where it is you're going. But let's uh, here it is. The day is here. Your team is going for the. Si- Two in a row. Tell us about your pick today, John. John can't hear me. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I had myself. My, my bad. I didn't have the mute button unmuted here while I was coughing up a hairball. So uh, forgive me for that. Uh, well, come on. You know, I've been going with... I think I only bet against the... The Chiefs won, so and I actually won the, the game too because they didn't cover the spread. But uh, I've been going with Kansas City all year, and uh, uh, they haven't let me down yet. They're three-point favorites, so I'm taking Kansas City, giving up three points against the Brady Bunch. Well, and that leaves me—I have no choice but to go for two, give up points with Tampa. Instead of getting three points, I'm giving up 13 and a half points. So I not only have to have the underdog win, but I have to have him win by two touchdowns. So I never thought I'd say these words. Let's go Tom Brady. Now, should this work out in my favor, we'll be tied. So we need a tiebreaker. John, okay. The uh, the over under is fifty six points. Would you like? So the over under is fifty six points. So now I I've never played in, in all the even in the times that I've I've lived out in Vegas and and, and played the uh, sports book out there. I've never played the over under. So the over under is fifty six points. So if I take the over and it winds up being fifty six points. Is that a push? Nobody gets it, or 
Well, we can take care of that right now. You want to make it 56 and uh -huh. a half or 55 and a half? Let's make it 55 and one half. 55 and a half. Okay. Would you okay. like it over or under, sir? I am going to take the over. I think it's going to be the shootout at the old K Corral. To okay. Play the truth. John's taking the over, which means I get the under. And uh, we'll see how this all plays out as the day goes on. And uh, and there, there's what we're all playing for. The Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. That's uh, that's this year's cup. Uh, it, it's going to make a fine addition here once we finish all the renovations at the Radio TFI Executive Tower. Before we... Uh, <laughs> I, I can't I can't help anything that happened last year. So I want to talk about before we uh, before we move on the prop bets, which are always my favorite. These are the weird bets. Uh, you can you can put a bet on the coin toss, heads or tails. Uh, you've got things like uh, the length of the national anthem. Uh, Let's see the Who coin. is doing the National Anthem, by the way? That's Do you even good... know? Uh, Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan. He's a country singer, and she's an R&B singer. Uh, He's a little bit country. Now let's... She's a little bit R&B. Now, let's see. Uh, the over-under on that is a minute 59 seconds. The last two have gone longer than that, with Demi Lovato hitting 203 last year, and Gladys Knight going to 201 the year before. Pink was able to get it done in 1 minute and 53 seconds in 2018. Uh, of course, the coin toss. Who will be shown first on TV during the National Anthem? Brady or, or Mahomes? Uh, and will we be taking a knee? Well, there's that. How many players will have a passing attempt? Clearly at least two. But the over-under is 2.5. Well, basically that's saying at least one of the, if you bet the over, you're saying one of the teams is going to try to trick play or something. And yeah. they're not really trick play teams. Uh, here's no. another one. How many times will Giselle be shown on the broadcast? The over Giselle. under. Tom Brady's wife, supermodel Giselle. Oh. Oh. The over under is, a, is one and a half times. Uh, I think it'll be more than that. How many? Oh, here's oh, a I think so How many times will the chains be used for a measurement? The over/under is only one and a half. Oh, I think it's going to be more than that. I would, I would say, uh, who will score the first touchdown? Uh, that's really a boring. Whoever gets the ball first. There's a good one. What color will the first liquid be that is poured on the game-winning coach? <laughs> Orange is the favorite. Got to go, go with red. Well, Especially if the Chiefs win. You got to go with red. Well, red, red is second. Orange is the favorite. And, uh, uh, and, you know, there's all sorts of stuff like that out there. You know, I just get a kick out of, out of all that. So that's it, kids and kittens. We'll have uh, one more segment next week to uh, wrap things up. We'll talk a little bit more about next season. By the way, I got to say, well, let me get us out of this. Let me get us out of this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, that wraps up John and Ed versus the spread for this week and pretty much this season. Uh, remember, if, you, if you're using our picks, 
to bet actual money? John, what do we say? Hey, I've won a majority of my games. <laughs> no so have you, actually. You're no help. You're no help whatsoever. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being honest with the listener. <laughs> That's all there is to it. I'm just being honest. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, Why not? Well, I got to say, you, you got to give the NFL credit. They got through this season. There were a few bumps in the road. But they got through the season. They played every scheduled game. Yes, they did. Absolutely. And, uh, again, a few, few bumps, few humps in the road here and there. But I, it, it's, just, it's just amazing. I thought for sure it wasn't going to pan out. I really, really, really. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because of the travel, we're gonna have... go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, I was saying just because of the traveling, I thought it would be, and they had their problems. You're actually going to have twenty five thousand people there at uh, Raymond James. Uh, oh, I know. Stadium. Oh, I know. Ooh. I know. Uh, and they've got first. Fort- go ahead. Fortunately, seven thousand of them will be uh, vaccinated uh, healthcare workers. That's right. That's right. Um, good choice by the way yeah but again it just the fact that they managed to get through all this is is just astounding uh i know they pushed the boundaries a little bit but again uh, hey just just to uh what else you got anything else on football you want to talk about uh, uh, uh well hell we could uh you know we didn't haven't spoken a word but actually tell you the truth media really hasn't made a big deal out of this. This is literally a home game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you mean they First haven't made a big deal? NFL, I have heard very little about that. Oh, they've been talking about it. The The closest uh, two times it came close, the uh, the Rams played a Super Bowl in the uh, Rose Bowl. Pasadena. Yeah, the first time they were they were in Los Angeles. And the 49ers played at uh, Stanford. Yeah. Which which wasn't far. It's in the San Francisco general metro area. But not mm-hmm. Candlestick Park where they were playing at the time. But this, hey, hey, you know, good for them. Good for the Bucks. It's, uh, you know, it's just that Look, thing. I would be pulling for the Bucks If it weren't for the fact they were playing the Chiefs, I'd be pulling for the Bucks to tell okay. you the truth. I... Uh, I'm not a Brady hater. Well, you know, the thing is, is I didn't uh, grow up. Uh, I didn't grow up uh, no, you didn't. being a Dolphins fan. No, so I, uh, so I'm not a necessary. I'm Brady is probably the smartest guy in the world. He is so good. He was able to write his own ticket. He could have went to any one of the, the 31 other teams in the league. That's right. Which, and he chose the, he chose the Buccaneers, probably not by accident. No, let's no. Let, let's face it; it has nothing to do with the quality of the coaching staff or anything like that that the Buccaneers possessed. But let's face it: you're playing in the NFC South, so you got eight games at home already in Tampa. Yeah, you have you have games against uh, Atlanta and New Orleans in domes, which are in domes. Carolina, which has reasonably good temperatures. It's a temperate, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he he didn't probably didn't have to put on much more than a sweater the entire season 
well, there's a huge difference than being in New England in December, you know. Oh, exactly. But exactly. what you but what you also well, in the past few years, the NFL has done a, a piece of scheduling that I, I like. The first game and the last games of the year, well, at least the last game, your final game of the year is against your division. Everybody That's plays a, division. Yeah. So. Uh, now, what they like to do with the Dolphins every other year, or you know, is put them put them in Buffalo or New England, you know, at the no, end that's of the just season. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, it comes back. You know, it, it makes up for the September games that are played down in South. Believe me, you want no part of September in in football gear. A one o'clock game, you want no part of that. I've sat in the stands for a one o'clock game in September. It's bad it's bad but oh. yeah no you're right brady didn't just pick pick tampa bay out of a hat and you're right he could have gone anywhere anywhere he chose he could have gone to la he had two choices in la yes he did uh he, but he'd have had to play in seattle if he'd have went to the let's say he would have went to the rams he'd have had to play at least one game in seattle I don't think that that would be a factor where he plays. To be quite honest, I mean overall, yeah. you, your point about with, with the buck with the Bucks and their schedule, yeah, you're you're eight, eight games in Tampa. You've got pretty much guaranteed ten of your sixteen games in, indoors or or uh, moderate. Well, actually, mm-hmm. uh, eleven if you count the the Carolina. So you got eleven games off the bat that you're not going to have real weather issues. Eh, you might get rain, you might get a little wind, but. Yeah, exactly. The hell else was I going to say about, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, the guy, let, let's face it, whether, you know, I, I know he tormented you in Florida for uh, uh, all those years, but let, let's face it. He, he is the goat. There's, there's, there's no, uh, uh, no doubt about it. I think he's better than Favre. Uh, I think he's uh, he better, you know. He, name some of the other who've played at the same time. Oh, uh, Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, sure. That look, you'll. You, I never debated the fact that that Brady was was fantastic. Okay, which so on the one hand you hate to play against him, but on the other hand you get to see him uh, twice a year. You know, you get to play him. So you've got that. And, you know, it's... Look look, look at the... Uh, look at the Patriot fans. They're... Uh, they, they finished with a losing season. Yeah. For the first time in forever. Exactly. That's kind of... That, that's kind of sad in its own... It's own well. You don't feel sorry for him. No, that, because but, uh, every team needs to go. Th- Look, even even a few years ago, uh, we'd have the New England fans in, and of course they were all puffed up and and you know look they're winning Super Bowls left, right, and center, and you know you sit there you listen to it. And by the way, the Patriot fans are fantastic. They they had a great time with them. Always had a great time with them. You know, but I'd say look, you know look your time is coming. Brady can't play forever. And they all said the same thing. We know. We know. <laughs> but we're enjoying it now. And you can't argue. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, exactly. Look, until Brady showed up, the Dolphins owned the Patriots. We owned them. 
Oh my God. I mean, you know, still a division game and you never really know what's going to happen, but boy, oh boy, we owned them. And the only time the the Patriots did not win the AFC East was 2008 when Brady was out for the year. Oh, let's see. Well, let's, let's go back to, let's see what else we were doing here. So now you told me it's probably the cutest tweet that I've, I've uh, seen, uh, and, and it was none other than my my esteemed co-host here. When uh, I mentioned the fact that uh, uh, the My Pillow CEO, uh, Mike Lindell, that's him. Everybody, I I really, to tell you the truth, I think he's even more dangerous to this country than Bobert and. Um, and uh, green combined to tell you the truth. He's because a crack, he's a crack, he's a crackhead with money. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's kind of dangerous in its own right. So he puts out what a three-hour video where he's mm, rehashing like all the uh, debunked uh, fraud claims and whatnot. You said how you watched how many seven minutes of that? Uh, about six or seven minutes of it, and I was dumber for it. Yeah, and the tweet was, I was dumber. The nut then said four f o f o u r it. No, no, no. You missed the fir- you missed the first part of it then. What was that? Dumber. Dumber for it. Yeah. No, I yeah. spelled it d u m m e r. You know, I didn't even say I didn't even say that. How I didn't dumb even are you? see that. How dumb are you? <laughs> yeah, well, it is what it is. You got to be. Uh... Hey, speaking of speaking of going on uh, rants about this kind of stuff. Uh, Although we haven't heard from our, our opposition correspondent, Brent, in quite some time, we do have a rant from uh, everybody's favorite wrestler, the Buttercream Dream. All right, you goddamn stupid anti-vaxxing pieces of shit. Listen here real quick. It's you, boy. It's the champ. It's the Buttercream Dream. <laughs> Off top. No, this vaccine isn't going to put a microchip in your fucking brain and track your every move. That's what your fucking cell phone is for. Every single one of you motherfuckers says the same shit. Well, I saw a video on Facebook and, well, goddamn, never mind what all the top scientists are saying. I'm sure that your uncle, who got three DUIs in one year and probably beats his dog, is definitely check the validity of that holistic healer before he clicked share and then farted himself to sleep. Also, when it comes to having a microchip trace you, what is it that all you Blue Lives Matter knuckle draggers always say to black folk? Well... If you ain't doing anything wrong, then you shouldn't worry. How about you just apply that logic, shut the f*** up, and go back to watching reruns of Last Man Standing? Skew! Furthermore, we've tried a lockdown and you said f*** that. We tried wearing masks and you said they suffocated you. Even though I've seen you in the equivalent of a hazmat suit during deer season. So if we finally... Get a vaccine, and you're still like, I'm not taking it, but I still want the pandemic to end. Then I hope you choke to death on a hot dog, you stupid, backwards-thinking piece of shit. Skew! Skew. How does he really feel? (laughs) That's the buttercream dream, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, That rant, along with many others, are currently residing on RadioTFI.com. Go watch the video, watch all the videos. There's uh, pictures there, and all manner of good thing. There's a tribute to Captain's 
Sir Thomas More, who we spoke about in the first hour. And uh, inclu- and and don't forget the very, very amusing uh, TV ad for Beck Taxi, which we are highlighting again for the second week in a row. Our friends up there in Toronto. Uh, there was something I was going to... Uh, no, I have no idea. I'm... Uh, oh, oh, I want to take a minute and I want to... Uh, I touched on it briefly. Uh, John's birthday is coming up in two days on the 9th. Uh, I can't speak for John, but in celebration of his birthday, I'll be glued to my TV watching the impeachment hearings. Uh, mm. That's my day. I'll be working. I'll be uh, working. Well, I'm, again, I'm doing this for you because it it's your birthday, man. It's your birthday. Well, thank you very much. Lucky. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. We uh, yeah, pass the peanut butter and jelly. A peanut butter and a banana sandwich really get me through the night. Oh, oh. like mm-hmm. you, very much. So let's let, let's get let's get the the ship upright here again. So you said you watched this thing for six or seven minutes. Yeah. Did you get anything out of it? Anything at all? A headache. Is there anything? Well, okay, yeah, exactly. It, it, it I, I wanted to. I mean, morbid curiosity, morbid curiosity, mm-hmm. because I know there's no, not a chance in in uh, in heck that he's going to be able to prove anything. And he's showing numbers that, well, they could have given us this, they could have given us that, and and he makes it sound as if the elections are a, are a, a, you know horse trading. Mm-hmm. One of the things that that got that Trump started very quickly and Lindell held on to this. And I heard him talk about it in other places and he started talking about it too, was this idea that everything should have been wrapped up by 11 or 12 o'clock that night. The, the networks traditionally would call an election. The election was never official at that time. That was just a projection. Uh, it would take days, weeks, whatever, to, to count all the votes. I mean, sometimes you have a candidate who realizes it's done. There's no possible way, you know. And they concede, and everybody moves on with their lives. Uh, well, if you'd have followed that logic, then we've been talking about a President Gore right? Uh, all years ago. Right, right. Uh, but Lindell gets into, you know, a little bit of that, well, you know, they... We had all these votes, and then they took them all right and nitwit. They were, you know, and that's what happens. You start getting having the argument in your head with them. And again, after after six or seven minutes, the best part is the first ninety seconds where OAN puts their disclaimer out, which basically says we got nothing to do with this. He's paying us for this time, and uh, we, you know, we got. We 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 uh, we agree that you know the election was not rigged and it was legit. They had no problem. Had no problem cashing the check though, oh, did they? Oh no, no, no. They were they were good on that. They were good on that. And, and again, it, just this, he's sitting at a you know it, it's made to look up like like when Larry King uh, used to have his phony baloney talk shows, you know, which was really a or you see them on, not even Larry King, 
but other people phony baloney talk shows that are really infomercials um it was that kind of a set the, the world view broadcasting or uh, i don't know i don't know and, and he's working the little clicker to have uh to have the display screens uh behind him operate it, it, it was just apparently he had the drunk woman from uh michigan or whatever it was uh, where rudy had his little phony baloney uh senate hearing uh if I, I missed that i i couldn't make it that far god bless anybody that did uh but not me not me that, the, the, the sad part about it was didn't he say that wasn't this supposed to be like three hours i think it was actually two but it felt more like 18 it, it, one of those things hey listen you know we stretch things here by making a two-hour show as it is i mean come about the time of the football picks usually people are either in comatose or they've decided to go clean their toenail. Oh, we're, we're in podcast mode right now the oh, part we're oh, doing you're... right now is pretty much podcast we're just recording the podcast now we lose everybody in uh, a lot of people although i don't know about the radio side so i'm, I'm still holding out hope that that we got people on the radio side but uh yeah but you're right and to sustain look there were i'm certain certain there were people that lapped that up okay mm-hmm. that lapped it up and look he's right he must know something he's the my pillow guy yeah exactly speaking of my pillow first off uh my pillow's uh account now has also been suspended by uh, twitter yeah because lindell thought he was being slick and uh and starting to post his crap through that account. Uh, although I have to tell you the truth, if I was canned off of Facebook for any amount of time, I'd probably do the same thing with one of our other accounts as well. But uh, that's just between you and I and the fence posts. Well, that, that was that was on Twitter. Did he get suspended off Facebook yeah. as well? He got well. I don't know about Facebook. I don't have no clue what he was doing on Facebook. But uh, so. We have our first, uh, I know we're not taking sponsorships, so don't get your tit in a ringer here when I, when I tell you this, but we do have, it's, it's not a sponsorship. It's more of, we're going to reach out and promote the hell out of this. Uh, Parkland shooting, excuse me, Parkland school shooting survivor and gun control advocate, David Hogg plans to launch his own pillow company with the goal of competing against embattled betting company, MyPillow. The idea was posed to Hogg, who's 20 years old, in a tweet from entrepreneur William Legate on Thursday that questioned whether the duo should start a pillow company to put MyPillow out of business. So here's the deal. When we find out what uh, we find out more about this pillow and uh, what's it's actually going to be called, I think the overwhelming uh, uh, response to it is it should be called our pillow, O U R pillow. Uh, I I want that. I I know I'm going to pump the hell out of that. I'm going to use whatever mountaintop I can scream it from, and I would sure appreciate as you are the the uh, webmaster of RadioTFI.com, I would sure appreciate if you put that up there top and center. We need, that is the one thing that uh, by all means, I want to promote this, promote this, promote this. So 
and by the way, David Hogg, I hey, sign me up. I'm in need of a new pillow, and I will definitely be one of the first to purchase uh, whatever type of pillow this is. I don't give a damn if you put rocks in it. I'm going to be the first person to want to be one of the first to uh, acquire this new pillow that you're putting. I think it's a hell of an idea, quite frankly. Tapping now. Okay. I think it'll be a wonderful idea if it happens. Uh, remember, Mike Lindell is not the only pillow manufacturer, not only in the country, but in the world. I don't know. Mm. How, oh, you're right. I don't know how much of a market he maintains, but uh, quite frankly, I don't think the R pillow thing, as you like to call it, will take off. But if it does, well, certainly we'll, we'll, we'll jump on the bandwagon. Uh, uh, Interesting to see if he tries to sell it on, on uh, Shark Tank. Well, it, it, I don't think you'll need to. No, this will this will be an emotional thing. This, this is an emotional well, thing. This is I don't know that you put Mike Lindell out of business so much. Uh, you've got to get him his current customers away, and that's a lot of it now is political. Uh, the last thing have I'm, you ever owned a my pillow? No. Well, I have my pillow, but I've never had my pillow. I tell you, they suck. I'm not, and I, and I'm I, I say this not because of Mike Lindell. I say this because I have one. I own a my pillow. I didn't buy it. It's actually given away at a uh, promotion at a Twins game. Everybody got a free my pillow, a little, okay. little like this by this my pillow. I can't even get the cat to lay on it for Christ's sake. And forget about it. They say you can wash them. Forget about that. Once you wash them, all those little whatever broken up foam or whatever memory foam that he uses in there, they come all there and the little balls at that at that point in time, the, the pillow was absolutely useless. Hmm. So I mean, I don't I don't know that you'd actually should wash any type of a pillow like that, but uh, uh, nonetheless, uh, no, it, it it really does suck. It's I, it's. My, my knowledge of, of the inner workings of my pillow are, uh, well, I have none. You have none. I have none. I, I don't know what they, I've never been in, around one. I've never held one. I've never slept on one. Uh, so, look, I think Lind Lindell's going to burn his own company to the ground. I don't think you anybody needs to go to open up a, a competitor. And, and again, it's not like he's the only uh, pillow pillow person out there. I think it's a wonderful idea. It's, you know, look, if we can put a nutball like him out of business, then fine. You know, um, he's another one, just won't let it go. You know, Trump lost, period, move on. Uh, yeah, right? it's one thing to be a supporter. That's you know, right. All, yeah, you, hey, you could be a supporter all you want. Uh, I'm, I'm sure... That had the shoe been on the other foot, this would have been over. This would have been, you you wouldn't have had Black Lives Matter protests over it. You wouldn't have had, you know, Antifa wouldn't have been out there storming the Capitol or anything to that. That uh, it was even it was even uh, noted here somewhere that 
there's a percentage of the people that stormed the Capitol, the insurrectionists, that didn't even vote. You know, I just saw that last night, and I was like, holy, I, I can't be surprised. No. But you're not even, you don't take part in the political process that you claim wronged you? You've got, you've got nowhere to, th- I've said this for, for decades. If you didn't vote, shut up. Exactly. Okay, you're not, exactly. part- you're not taking part in the process. So you don't have a voice. If you want a voice, it's there for you. By all means, go pull a ballot, fill in the hole, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, do we need to rethink our some of our voting processes? Yes, there's no question about it. But as things stand right now, uh, save for some irregularities that happen in any election, nothing significant happened that would have overturned the results of this election. Uh, and yeah. that that's even according to old Billy Barr, Trump's no, number one uh, butt sniffer. Mm. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Oh, it's worth a lot. Uh, and, yeah, exactly. But again, this now we all go back to, again, who would be alive? Who wouldn't be injured? Who wouldn't be blind? All Trump's got to do is, okay, he beat me. But that's not Trump. And and raise your hand if you were surprised that he uh, he did oh, not concede. Absolutely. Nobody's surprised. No, he, no, absolutely he not. He said it before the election. He said, if I win, it's because I should have won. If I lose, they cheated. Mm-hmm. So he, he knew the plan. He, and, and let me make something real clear here. This, the, the impeachment... And I, I do believe that in the Senate trial that they're going to approach it this way. I do believe that this has a lot more to do with what happened even before January 6th. This is this has been a process where, where Trump has come out and he spew, spewed these lies. January 6th was just the the pinnacle. This, you know, he right. knew that these people even if he even he did because he even said we're going to march to the we're going to march to the capital we're going to do so peacefully bull crap you know he he knew, he knew you know listen i like to think of trump as an idiot but he he had to throw that in there because it was it was it was something to cover his ass you know damn well that there was no intention he he, he that crowd gathered and there was, I knew that this was going to happen. What surprises me is that not more people didn't realize it was going to happen. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if that was a group of Black Lives Matter pe- oh. Uh, uh, oh. protest, oh my God, the National Guard, they, we would, the place would be swarmed with military and, and uh, weekend warriors and what have you. Oh, without question. Without question, and and yet here we are, uh, you know, Trump sitting down in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, they're coming down to kiss his ring and kiss his ass. Uh, the Republicans, well, you've you've pretty much screwed the pooch on this one, kids and kittens. Uh, I can't believe. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, let me reiterate it. I said it in the first hour that 
if you are a Republican and you ever want me to even seriously consider a Republican candidate, you better get off of this whole boat that the Republican Party is the party of Trump because I'll tell you something right now, folks. I've said this, Ed, you can attest to this. It is less about the D or the R in the name. It is because I saw when Trump came down that escalator, I saw him for what he was before before he even made the announcement. You knew he was planning, he knew he was planting the seeds when he was going through this whole birther deal with Obama. And he was starting, he was starting all of that crap. I, I knew it was going to be like this, and there was there was no chance in hell. Listen, I wasn't necessarily thrilled about the fact that Hillary got the nomination for the Democrats. I, I I'm not going to lie. Sorry, folks. If if you um, if you want to send the cards and letters my way, had it been a reasonable Republican with a reasonable uh, agenda, I might have voted for him. John Kasich. Him or her. John Kasich. Yes, exactly. I was, uh, I, I still hold, if he had another week, he would have, he would have been the nominee. That would have been a good election. That would have been a fun election to watch because I don't think Kasich, I mean, of course they're both going to sling mud. That, that's politics. Kasich's not but, that guy though. He's not really that guy. I mean, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of mud. But he's not, you know. Trump is the is the chimp flinging poop. Uh, mm-hmm. Kasich would kick some dust up, and there's a difference. If you've ever been hit yes, with monkey exactly. poop, you prefer the dust. Um, yeah. So look, I was, I was just about set for Kasich in 2016. I was liking what I was hearing. I didn't like everything I heard. You never like everything that anything no. the whole package from any pre- but candidate. I, but I was leaning his way and mm-hmm. I, and I felt very comfortable with him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you can guarantee that he wouldn't have tried uh, he wouldn't have tried to completely tear apart the Affordable Care Act for one thing. Well, I think he's just just a look anybody other than Trump. Trump Trump was not there. And he proved it for four years. He wasn't there to lead. He wasn't there to govern. He was there to get his picture taken and make money. He liked the idea of being president. He didn't like the idea of doing the job. Look at how many, uh, you know, he, he look at how many uh, uh, briefings, uh, um, intelligence briefings. Of course, you have to have intelligence to begin with before you can digest an intelligence briefing. Right. Well, Biden said Biden said this week he's probably going to cut off Trump from the intelligence briefings because he he can't be trusted. And let's face it, he didn't want them when he was when he had the job. Yeah, you're absolutely so right. Why, and now Trump will make us think, "Oh, I want my intelligence briefings." Well, you know that's up to the current president. And uh, yeah, well. I, I I want a, I have I want a big eight by ten uh, cake for my birthday all to myself. That isn't going to happen. Uh, oh, by the happen. way, by, by the way, again, hats off to our uh, our neighbors to the north, the Canadians, who okay. seem to manage to get it right. They get the taxi industry right. 
aka uh, Beck Taxi and uh, the Queen of All Hacks. Um, but exactly. But the Canadian government has des- designated the Proud Boys group as a terrorist entity. Uh, last week on Wednesday, noticing they played a pivotal pivotal role in the insurrection of the United States Capitol on January 6th. Yay, Canada. Yeah, I, I don't even think that, uh, I don't even think even with Joe Biden at the helm that we've got the siege to do that here in this country. Stand back and stand by. By the way, when Trump said that, I don't think he really knew, to be quite honest, I don't think he knew what he was saying. He was just looking, he was just scrambling for some kind of words. And uh, fortunately, the truth came out, but, uh, you know. Exactly. Because he was, uh, all you got to do is watch that over again. Any other politician would immediately denounce them. Immediately. Even if they don't mean it, they're going to immediately do it. He's so terrified of, well, he wanted to embrace this base, embrace these people. Sure. They wouldn't exactly. even, he wouldn't even give them the, uh, the phony baloney. Oh no, I want nothing to do with them. And, uh, he got what he wanted. He got what he wanted. So, uh, didn't, didn't he even, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, even though he, he, oh, be peaceful, be peaceful. But in the same breath, he said, I love you, people. I love you. I love you all. Love you. I love you, man. I love you, man. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to miss the Budweiser commercials this year. Budweiser's. I heard. Yeah, Budweiser's. I, I can't argue with it. Uh, Budweiser's redirecting their, their, uh, their money in other directions, and that's fine. Uh, you know, due to the pandemic and all that. Uh, I loved Frank and Louie. The, it, the most, one of the most brilliant campaigns as far as I'm concerned. What started out with the Budweiser frogs, Budweiser, eventually became this whole, this whole series of uh, this drama about uh, Louie, was it Frank? I don't know which of the ferret, not the ferrets, the uh, the lizards, the iguanas, the lizards, uh, you know, and there and there's naked pictures of ferrets, and and it just went off, and it, and, and I loved, uh, was it Frank, the big quiet, you know, just very kind of you know casual, uh, Louis, you're uh, you know. Yeah, I hang out with the I hang out with the ferrets. They're they're cool. You know, I just love that voice. It was very, uh, you know, the, the classic of the uh, the 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 Clydesdales playing football. Mm-hmm. And you watch them kick the ball, and and, at, and then you see the two cowboys standing there. Well, that's strange. Why do you say that? Because he usually goes for two. I've not no it was I've never seen that before. Really? Yeah. He usually goes for two. You know it's funny. I I watched uh I watched that special they have on every year with the greatest Super Bowl uh commercials. Commercial. This yeah. is the 20 this uh this was the 20th year for that. Uh, and the two finalists were both uh, uh the one and two were both Budweiser commercials. One was the uh 
was the uh, naked, uh, uh, the naked lamb or sheep or whatever, uh, streaking, if you will. Uh, is that new? And, no, it can't be new. No, that's not new. No, this is the ads, the all-time ads. I don't remember it. And, and then there, the other one was the one where the uh, Clydesdale got raised from being a pony uh, all the way up, and the, the the horse winds up coming back to find his trainer. And you know, we have a moment of love, and uh, that was that was that was yeah, heart tugging, touching. Yeah, yeah. Now I like yeah. the funny stuff better. The funny stuff is much much better, and. Uh... But yeah, so it, it, gonna it, be Doritos. There's going to be Doritos ads. Uh, I guess Ashton Kutcher and uh, and his uh, smoking hot uh, girl. Uh, Mila Kunis. What's her name? Mila Kunis. Yeah. The voice of uh, Meg. Which be? Meg. Thank you. Very You're good. Welcome. That's what I'm here for, man. Uh, look, I've already seen that commercial. It's amusing. Uh, the Today Show has a uh, every year now they. Every day in the week leading up to the game, they, they play a different commercial, and you know, so you get to see them beforehand. Uh, some of them are good, you know. Look, they all they all swing for the fences on these, and uh, not all of them. Some of them can't even get a foul tip. They're not as good as you know. They all want to be the next Mean Joe Green, which was never intended to be a classic. Oh, it was no never. God, that was so good. To this day. It did so much with so little. Uh-huh. And uh, now, you know, obviously others have gone the other way to try and be as big and, and, and you know. Look, I... Did, uh, didn't lose being Joe Green a couple years ago? Uh, I don't think so. He was a coach for the Dolphins for a while. Let's see. Maybe I'll, have to, I'll have to Google that when, we, when yeah, no, we're done here. He was a defensive... I don't know if he was the defensive coordinator or he was definitely a defensive coach for the Dolphins about 10 years ago for a couple of seasons. Uh, just a big, big hulk of a man in all that aqua. It was just <laughs> it's a shame we didn't have him. I bet, you, I bet you love that. I bet you glad even though he wasn't playing. I oh. bet you were glad uh, he was on your side. <laughs> you, you always want a guy like that on your side. Always. Uh but yeah, so it'll be an interesting day. The game uh, kicks off six thirty Eastern. Uh, as always, I'll settle in. We used to do the big part. By the way, if you are listening to this before the game kicks off, I know, look. I used to do big Super Bowl parties. That was that was our thing for a very very long time, and we loved doing it. You just can't do it. Not this year. Let's get past this. Okay, it's one. Do stink- it virtually. What the hell? Do it virtually. Look, watch. If you the- really need to, uh, have a big Super Bowl party and have your computer screen, have a dozen yeah. buddies. You know, I'm going to do it the way I've done it the past few years. I watch the game. I pause it when I need to go to the bathroom or eat or whatnot. I watch football on a delay. I always watch it on about a 15 minute delay, mm-hmm. so I can fast forward through and and do what I got to do. And uh, you know, that's that's the beauty of our technology. So. You know, look, and by look, the days are over where I sit there and get pounding, pounding beers all day through the game. Uh, That was fun when it was, but be safe. Be safe. Exactly. Good words. All right, I guess it's time to say goodbye here. So, uh, uh, 
For the uh, birthday boy, Mr. Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money. Happy birthday! T-F-I